0: Hey guys, what's up? Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank my oh-so-awesome web host, Liquid Web, uh, for sponsoring the podcast. A couple quick updates for you guys, because I've been with Liquid Web for uh, a couple months now, and it just keeps getting better. Since I recorded the initial spot for them, there's a couple things they've added. The features are amazing. And yes, my site is still running screaming fast, super safe. I have automatic updates. (laughs) It's, it's It's been beautiful. I don't have any downtime or issues. But what has been added is image compression is one. Uh, they've, they've set it up with PNG right now. And I know that they're working on an in-house solution to that. But you guys, when I went in to optimize my images, the initial cost would have been close to $100 because of the amount of media I have in my site. So just know that that it does, they're, they're doing that for you. They're handling that for you. So that's an additional cost you don't have going out. They've added a couple other features within one is, uh, stencils. You can essentially clone the site so you can create a stencil of your site. So as an example, if you're doing memberships or you've got niche sites, you can basically clone the site. It duplicates it. You don't have to do this whole new install. Um, it's really, really fantastic. And then the other feature they've added is tags. So again, if you're managing client sites, you can go in there, you can you can sort it of by personal sites by client sites, but then you can search by tag. You guys, I'm pumped with these <laughs> with these people. The hosting, the dashboard of course is beautiful and easy. Anyways, thank you Liquid Web. I am super happy to be on your servers.
1: Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we heard words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here, just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick.
0: Hey, guys, what's up? I just wanted to give you a quick little disclaimer before we jump into the episode with Stephen. I had been having a couple wonky issues with Skype. So we had to move the interview to uh, Zoom. And I've actually found a better solution for that in the future but we'll, we'll get to that in another episode. So I apologize if the audio quality, this actually happened with Brent Weaver. I just didn't do the disclaimer. Uh, everything's good now, but but enjoy the interview. And again, the quality's good. It's it's not horrible, but not as great as we'd like it. So anyways, just a quick little side note on that. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> keep trying to come up with a new way to say i'm excited but i am excited so it is what it is to have Stephen kaufman from valius wp Stephen, thank you for being here today
1: thanks for having me kim very happy to be here
0: excellent i am super happy to have you here so let's go ahead i I want to do a little bit of the backstory like i always do but Mm -hmm. i think for the sake of uh listeners (laughs) ease uh can you explain what Valius wp is
1: sure so um Dalius WP is basically uh, an uh, optimization service and website support company for people who have WordPress websites. So they, you know, most business owners get into uh, business with an idea of a product they want to create, but they don't really go into it thinking they want to be webmasters. And so we really stand in and and support people um, with their website issues, um, and it's usually smaller businesses. You know, it's between that phase of, you know, not really wanting to juggle all the hats of being a business owner, but also not being big enough necessarily where you have your own in-house team of developers, designers, uh, people to help support your website.
0: Well, and I'm going to tell, which I'll talk a little bit more about at the end, but um, I found you guys because, and I have a developer, but I was like, you know, (laughs) I, the developer that i worked with are all overseas. And I was like, I need help when I need help. Right. And the other thing is a lot of one of the things you guys specialize in, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but the optimization piece, I was like, I need to speed up my site. I need to tighten things up. And like I said, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but which is how I, and I want to say I found you guys Colby most, I think he posted something on Facebook mm-hmm. in a group. So,
1: right.
0: um, Okay, but let's, let's talk a little bit. So what were you, Colby is your business partner?
1: Yes, Colby is my business partner.
0: Uh, so before you guys launched this, what were you guys doing?
1: We actually had a digital agency. Um, and so that's what we've been doing for the past, you know, me close to six to eight years and um, a little bit less. But We basically heard time and time again from our own clients, as well as you know, clients who would come to us who maybe had already existing websites or had recently gone through gone through a redesign processes. Basically, we need support. Like that was great, you know. We've we've launched a website, um, but now we just need to to keep it optimized. And I think there was a transition with a lot of I think with a lot of web owners, they create a website, they go through that whole process, they maybe spend ten thousand dollars, and they think, okay, great, we're done. But, you know, as most people know who actually have gone through that process, that's really just the beginning. And then it's about just refining and, and really, you know, focusing it more. And, and either you choose to become a web designer or you choose to to pay for help. So <laughs> yeah. we saw a need there.
0: Well, it's a huge need. And I would think... As somebody, again, I have closed the doors on building websites, but there are a lot, like, I never wanted to do maintenance and support, Right. Uh, you know, so I think there's probably, you know, there's almost like an opportunity for two customers for you guys in terms of those web developers who want to hand off support and then the yeah. people who who need the support. Um, so, look, can you, expl- first of all, can you explain the name? Like, where did that come from? Explain values. WB.
1: Yeah. So we actually were operating under another name before, but when we kind of Colby and I merged, we said, let's come up with something unique. We were, when we were creating this, we really wanted to create something of value. You know, we didn't want to just create another product that was, you know, to flood the marketplace full of other products. And so that's where kind of the, the Valius comes in. It's kind of combining Valius and and genius um, and kind of putting a spin on it, you know, obviously the root of a valius and genius kind of combining those two and really wanting to bring that into, you know, the value to the consumer of of the product that we're bringing and the genius as well as kind of how it's thought through and how we're always trying to innovate it and take it to the next level.
0: Well, and again, I, I will do a little bit more of how I hired you guys, um, but I will say your support is bar none. I, every time i it's not been a ton, but the fact that I can, that I can reach through and communicate with somebody right away, your support is outstanding. Yeah. Um, so Thanks. did you and Colby, where'd you guys connect?
1: Um, he's actually my brother-in-law, so we oh. <laughs> uh, we have mutual uh, interest.
0: <laughs> That's simple enough. Got to yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Was there, obviously, you saw a need in the marketplace, and mm-hmm. and I know we had talked about this a little bit um, you know, offline prior to the interview in terms of it's kind of a, a WP curve sort of broke the mold in that space to to right. really do that. But I think there's, there's so much opportunity here. So what made you guys to decide to launch the subscription model for a support company?
1: Um, you know, I think, so I had started something very similar to this um, uh, probably about five years ago, but it was just the maintenance services. So uh, as your listeners may or may not know, WordPress is kind of a very, it's, it's very robust. It can accomplish a lot, but it also needs a lot of support, a lot of updates you know, because it's the biggest player in the game online right now, as far as CMSs are involved, it's also prone to being hacked and, and a lot of security issues. You know, I'm sure everybody's heard of the Panama Papers Leaks, which was ultimately a, um, a security flaw in Revolution Slider. So there's there's a big need for maintenance. And so I had started that about five years ago, um, just doing that. But it's kind of like selling insurance. Nobody wants to pay for insurance. <laughs> Um, and unless, you know, you've actually already had your site hacked and then you're like, okay, yes, I get the value of that, but that was too small of a market. So basically that's when we started to kind of bring in other services of what we really heard there was a need for. And at that point, WP curve had really kind of coined the term unlimited small jobs, which are jobs, 30 minutes or less. And they had, they got a huge amount of traffic off of that. Um, and then the third need was really, uh, WordPress optimization, you know, site speed became a major issue with changes in Google al- algorithm and some reports that Amazon and some other big players did showing just how much site speed affects sales and, and traffic. So we kind of bundled all of those in, into a package, um, really trying to be kind of a one stop shop for people to come and really get all the services they need for their site.
0: Well, you know, it's funny is when you talk about, um, you're mentioning, you know, it's like the market of people, people understand the value once you've been hacked. And and I yeah. do, you know, I get that. At the same time, I, you know, I'm hoping to see, and maybe this is just a wish. Um, but in the WordPress space, I think there is a lot of work to be done in terms of positioning and value. You know, it, it's kind of like the whole hosting, mm-hmm. piece, right? Like, I have moved over to Liquid Web and they're gold. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's kind of like everything that, and I get that they're price, you know, that they cost more. But it's like when I look at what's under the hood and included in that, I'm like, you know, for a hundred bucks, when I had a retail location, I was paying three grand rent, just right. period. Yeah. Like, and that, you know, it, and so it's, it's there is this, you know, when hosting is like four ninety five, you're gonna get what you pay for, and, exactly. And so I think there is, like, that's part of my goal, anyways, is to get people to start thinking about, you know, when it comes to. WordPress and your website treat it like a business. And so and that optimization piece. Okay. So we'll get into that. So, but <laughs> I know I keep teasing for that, but, yeah. it, um, you know, so what are some of the most common things that people, that you guys see that people come to request help for?
1: Um, I think, you know, we really feel like we have three pillars. One is security. One is, is optimization. Um, and then the other one is just updates, support maintenance type thing. So really, you know, I wouldn't say, I would say all three of them are, are pretty much equal. Um, you know, a lot of people come to us because they had some kind of security issue. They they want to make sure it doesn't happen again, or want help cleaning it up. Um, uh, just as many people come just for the optimization part of it, they know site speed is super important. They want, they want help with that. They're not really sure where to go. Um, And the third one, which may be a little bit more popular than all the others, is just ongoing support. So, you know, changing content, fixing bugs, uh, adding new features, plugins, theme changes, you know, all of um, anything that falls under a small job will handle. And that really covers a lot.
0: People, have you guys put content in the site?
1: Uh, For people? Yeah. Yeah. Literally anything that falls under less than 30 minutes will do for you if it's on a WordPress site.
0: It, it you know, it's just one of the things you take for granted, right? Like, yeah. well, how do you not know how to add content? And that sounds so judgy, yeah. but I'm like, it's like using word. Come on, yeah. just get in there. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the optimization because yeah. I'm going to run this down to like, I want people to, if they could just sort of hear my pain in this, um, you know, first of all, <laughs> I love my plugins, and I'm sure you guys see that. Um, yeah. I've gone through plenty of times thinking, "Okay, get rid of this one, get rid of this one." And you know, there's some of them that are kind of space hogs, but they're I use them for marketing. You mm-hmm. know, um, even though they may be optimized to the extent that the plugin itself can be, um, you know, you still run into issues. And you know, with the hosting piece of it, I've I've gone through a few different hosts so far. Like Liquid Web has probably been the first time I've made a move where I instantly saw a, a speed, a site change in, in speed. Right. But with the optimization piece, it's like, like I said, I mean, I've got a developer, but I, you know, you run that Y report and I'm like, I don't know how to compress HTTPS and whatever. <laughs> like, you know, there, there's all these things. Right. And, and so, and you know what, just for, for the listeners too, I'll put in screenshots of the before and after. Cause I got a, and I get beautiful detailed reports from you guys. Um, on the site speed, but you guys, uh, you dropped it to under a, a second or something, like the load time was Man. amazing. <laughs> um, so with the site optimization, can you know, and and again, I know you get support and stuff, but I know a lot of people more, I'm to say at my level, but who can manage their own sites for the most part. Yeah. You know, what are some common issues you guys see with that?
1: I, I think we definitely touched on it before with hosting. You know, I think that's one of the most Underutilized pieces, I think, because, like you said, you can get four ninety five, you know, a month hosting, and people just kind of assume all hosting is made equal, and that couldn't be farther from the truth. And I think there needs a lot needs to be a lot of education in that space. It's you know, hosting is very much the foundation of your site, and anybody building a house wouldn't skip on the foundation and find the cheapest contractor they could and just say, okay, we'll slow, you know, throw down a slab of concrete and we'll be good to go. Well, no, because there is a clear understanding that everything built on top. Of of that, you know, if you're out of plum or, you know, it's just not a solid foundation, it's going to be affected and that house is not going to be there very long. So I think that mentality is starting to, to, um, you know, leak into the consumers more and people get that hosting is, is as big of an issue as it is. Um, and not just expensive hosting, but WordPress is a very specific animal. So, you know, WordPress optimized hosting where you're, you're optimizing for database and calls and and just the nature of a CMS. So that's definitely where I would start for a lot of people. That's something that, you know, migrating hosts couldn't be easier these days. Um, and just, you know, use it, call it a business business expense and find the best WordPress hosting you can find and make that move. You're going to see the biggest impact just from that alone. So beyond that, uh, there's definitely a lot more that you can do. Uh, As far as optimizing your site, the other thing that you mentioned was plugins, which this is where, you know, more education also needs to be in the space for people because plugins, it's like, oh, they're free. It's like going into a candy shop. Let's just (laughs) download as many as we can. Oh, this does that or this does that. But you know, the the analogy, going back to the analogy of the house, it's kind of like the walls in a room, uh, is how I would imagine plugins. And if you just walked into a house that's, you know, has tons of walls, everything is super compartmentalized, it's just not functional. You know, it's like it's, um, it, it's slow to get from one place to the next. Um, and it just bogs your site down with a lot of code. Um, and Talking about, you know, all hosts not being equal, this couldn't be more true for plugins as well. You have, you know, WordPress this fantastic open source community where anybody can write code and and put it up. But the reality is, is a lot of people shouldn't be writing code. (laughs) Um, And so you get these plugins that just aren't really uh, well coded. They're not. Um, optimized for you know different changes in PHP or um, they haven't been tested with other versions of themes and other plugins for compatibility. So the list kind of goes on and on. Um, so with with plugins, you really want to be as minimalism as you can. You know, really focusing on the things that you absolutely need, and then trying to work with premium plugin sources that you know that they're being updated. And so again, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, you can get this free version, but Take a look at the last time that free plugin was updated or you know how often the the plugin author is contributing back to that plugin or refining it. And um, you know, I almost exclusively use paid plugins because if you're paying for it on a regular basis, either monthly or yearly, you know there's a team behind it who's invested in its success. You know, because if they stop um supporting it, then you're gonna stop paying for it. So you you kind of have some built-in fail-safes when you You look at it that way.
0: You know, it's funny with with that piece, because I do that too. I don't, there's only probably a handful of free plugins I use anymore. Um, But even then, I've started to get really particular about plugin companies in terms of, you know, where is their, um, I don't know, I'm such a fiend for content, but, you know, (laughs) are they helping to educate their audience and? Mm -hmm. You know, like when I, when I talk about, I'm a big user of the Thrive and Beaver Builder and stuff, and they have big communities yeah. and they create content telling, constantly teaching people how to use the tool that they've sold them. And, you know, and, and even considering that these tools are like annual purchases or one-off purchases, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of people will get plugins. I, I have a tendency to at least keep a test site. So it's like if I want to just play with something or I want to I wanna try it, it's like, oh, okay, I'll do it over here. <laughs> yeah,
1: in fact. And that's I think we're gonna see more and more of that, just staging environments because, you know, it's like we're kind of moving eras. You know, we started in web design maybe five, 10 years ago where it's like it was like an old car, like a nineteen, you know, seventies Chevy where you could pop the hood and there's the engine and you know, maybe the battery and you know, a few other things. But now it's like you know, when you pop the hood on these websites, they're, you know, 2017 Mercedes Benz with covers and electronic computer systems and so you know, so they're they're much more complicated than they used to be. And I think you mentioned it. Working with the staging site is really becoming a, a necessity, I think, for for small businesses.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if they're not in this space, it's beneficial yeah. to just say, let's go test this first, duplicate your site and go test it first. Yeah. Um you, you know, the um so in terms of optimization, so you talked about plugins, we've talked about hosting, but then there's all these things that like, like I said, I run that YSL report and I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, so we've, we've definitely taken the time to educate ourselves and our team on basically each kind of one of those things. Uh, some of the tools that we use just for your audience's sake to, for testing a website, is um, GT Metrics is one of the best. They're very uh, specific to WordPress's needs as well. Um, we also do kind of Pingdom reports, and we u- will use kind of Google PageSpeed Insights and, and other tools as well. Just all of them are basically saying the same thing. It's 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 optimizing um, all those various aspects of a site for for usability, for load times, for um, for readability. And so we use many plug, uh, many sources for this. We start with a couple plugins, premium plugins. When we do a site optimization, one is an image optimization plugin, which, you know, this is definitely something a lot of people don't think about, which is very important. It's just making sure, you know, a lot of people, times people just take a, you know, image off their computer or take an image, you know, off the internet and just throw it into their site and themes have been become pretty good that they can kind of work with that and size it accordingly, but it's, it's usually not optimized. They're really these huge images um, and they're not optimized for, you know, the, the size of the screen or, or how the image is being used. And we're going to see more and more of this, especially with the, the move towards mobile devices, you know, so that's, you know starting to overpass desktop usage easily people on their devices on their mobile phones Um, and so the need for for further optimizations with images and beyond is is really much more important so going back to other things that we do uh, there's a lot of caching plugins out there this is definitely another place to start which basically you know A caching plugin makes it so that if you you view a site, that information is being stored, so you don't have to call it up every single time. And these caching plugins will work with with CDNs um, and a host of other services uh, to help increase site speed. Um, And again, they also work with your your server and your host um, to kind of optimize things further. It it can easily become very technical, um, but there's definitely a lot of resources for getting started if somebody was wanting to, to try this on their own.
0: No, thanks. <laughs> That's why you guys are around. Yeah. Um, I want to back up a little bit to sure. the image optimization. What are your thoughts on offloading images? Like I know there is an Amazon offloader plugin where you can basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you can you know, upload your images and they're stored on Amazon right. as opposed to your site. What are your yeah. thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think that's great. I think, you know, all these tools to help uh, speed up sites are great. One thing that you always want to be, you know, just aware of is everything, every time something is stored elsewhere, you have to make a call to receive that, you know, so, you know, your site is loaded, you have to call to Amazon, say, hey, bring us that image. And so there's always kind of pluses or minuses to these things. I think, you know, if you were, if you had a ton of images, like you were a photography website, or, you know, you just had, you know. 50,000 products and you had some e-commerce shop or something like that, that's when you start to notice like things like that are really going to make an impact. But for the average website with, you know, under a thousand pictures, um, you know, some type of image optimization plugin or service is really going to be more than enough.
0: Do you know, and I I keep plugging Liquid Web, they are sponsoring this podcast and I'm super happy with them, but they have just added a, for free image compression while they're building their own. They're using the tiny PNG, I think. And, nice. and it amazes me. Like I'll go in the first time I did it, it was like, it would have cost me $93 Wow! <laughs> because of the image. It, and, Cause there's a, this little estimate, right. That'll right. say what it's going to cost you. And yeah. um, so I'm like, Okay. Well that'll, you start adding up right yeah. again and manage WordPress hosting. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think like the ability, even like you you guys, the highest service you have is still like such a bargain to have that support available, you know, to keep your business running. Yeah. Um. Uh, so in terms of, so WP Vallis, I want to talk, cause I know on, on uh, one of your offerings too, it says increase SEO performance. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So, you know, SEO is one of those kind of you know, with a lot of people widely misunderstood concepts. It's like, hey, can you increase my SEO? Sure, we'll do it in you know, three hours for ninety nine dollars. Well, it's you know, SEO is is within the broader scope of marketing, obviously, and the concept of search engine optimization is something that can't be done within thirty minutes. There's aspects of it that can be done within thirty minutes, but um, so this page is page
0: one of Google tomorrow.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So this is definitely something we help with um and but it's more kind of something we help to help our clients to accomplish over time as well. So on the on the most basic level you just need to make sure that you know Google is seeing you as a resource um and that you're playing by their rules. I think that's the most basic kind of definition. Um and that means that you know they have a search um search uh, algorithm and they don't give a lot of like, you know, they don't give you access under the hood of what exactly it means, but there's definitely a lot of clues. And what those clues are, are are site speed, are, you know, metadata on your site, are, you know, ratios of content, alt tags on images, you know, a whole host of of things that when their bots are um, crawling your site, uh, things that they want to see. Again, there's a lot of plugins out there that are going to help with this process. And that's kind of where we're, you know, a part of our process is educating our clients and and the resources that we found that are going to work the most. So our our site optimization process handles a lot of this. You know, the fact that if your site is loading faster, if you know all these errors aren't coming up when you do a page speed, insights report, you know that, okay, this is, you know, it's as fast as it can be. We're playing by their rules. They're going to like this. And there's kind of two ways they're going to like this. One is that if your site is loading faster, then people aren't going to leave it. And that's one thing that cool loves. If, you know, they're sending you people and they stay on your site, they're saying, okay, great. This is, you know, a resource. So making sure that people stay on your site is very important. And page speed has to do with that significantly because pay- people today just don't have time like they're on your site if under three seconds and they don't know who you are what you have to offer or your site is loading then they're going to leave the the second aspect is um so we have google sending you traffic and then also the algorithm itself that says if your site is loading faster we're going to send you more traffic it's, it's not huge but it is significant
0: it's a little bit of a reward essentially yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> Which makes sense. You know, it's, um, also, you know, another thing that they've, they've started saying they're going to, uh, give more and more weight to is security. You know, obviously with so many security issues. So having an SSL certificate, you know, a few years ago, you, you know, only saw them on e-commerce sites or big, you know, corporate websites. But now, you know, the majority of websites I go to, I feel like have SSL certificates. So that's becoming more and more, um, just kind of a standard thing, you know, with, with less, let's encrypt free SSL certs that's Mm -hmm. you know hosts are are also rewarding that making it easy for clients to get set up with that that also boosts seo we help clients get set up with those every day and then you know another piece is plugins which i alluded to before you know we're a huge advocate of yoast um, seo plugin there's a free version and a pro version but that's almost like idiot proof seo right there you, you know, you install the plugin, you write up your blog post, and then under your blog post, it's going to be all your recommendations for, you know, things to improve to increase SEO. Um, so we, we definitely recommend clients getting set up with that if they don't already use it, uh, just to help take things that much further. And, um, you know, that's really just the beginning of the conversation, too. Like, we, you know, we want to at least, again, create that strong foundation. But uh, there's so much more that needs to be done as you start to... Um, enter the the general umbrella of marketing and online marketing.
0: That's probably a case by case basis, right? Like once yeah. you, once you get under the hood and really look at the, the customer's objectives and what they're doing and what's loaded, it's a lot easier. I, I mean, I use Yoast too. And mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. Like I had a, the last client that I did, he's like, well, what should I do with this? I'm, I'm like, you really just put in a keyword, a meta description, yeah. and then follow the instructions. That's yeah. how you learn, you know, see what Yoast is telling you. Yeah. And obviously, you can go way deeper and you know, do all that. But at the end of the day, it's just, just start. <laughs> just mm-hmm. get in there and start. Yeah. Um, I want to shift a little bit and talk about, you know, you guys growing this and how that's been. It, you know, so what has been the growth in marketing like? What does that look like for you guys?
1: Yeah, so it's actually, you know, we've... Um it's been quite the ride. <laughs> we've we've taken it kind of here and there and, and really, you know, our, I think our biggest asset and the thing that we've we've incorporated from day one is just trying to get as close to the customer as possible and really hearing the needs um, and being able to adapt to those needs as we grow, as we add new products, as we you know provide support. Um and that's really kind of guided us each step along the way of just saying, okay, how is this working? How is our response time? How you know how can we improve? Um, and I think that's a lot of businesses maybe don't take enough time to do that, of just really getting as close to their customers as possible to, to hear the needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is really what separates us from a lot of other support businesses is our level of accessibility. It's something you mentioned right off the bat is just, you know, our response time, how how easy it is to get a hold of us. We have come, you know, we have people come to us daily and said, oh, you know, thank God there's actually a real person here that I can get a hold of you. And that means from day one integrating twenty four hour support, which wasn't easy, obviously, just you know having that expense, but we knew it was just pinnacle to the success of our business
0: oh it completely you know that's one of the things I, I swear I'm not trying to turn this into a liquid web promo, but the fact that I can get somebody in the states on support during my work day is key, and yeah. but I mean and I'm sure as you guys grow and hire more support, it won't necessarily be you or Colby on the other end, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just being able to have that dialogue. And I know we've gone back and forth with where I've had a weird issue and, and it was, it was actually a liquid web issue. And so just being able to have that dialogue is gold. You know, a lot of people um, it's just, I I can't tell you how many chats I've been on with Bluehost for, for clients. And I'm like, please move. Um, But in terms of your business model, you know, Mm -hmm. any advice you'd give to somebody who is looking at, obviously not copying you guys, but in terms of, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity in the WordPress space still. Yeah, huge. Sort of these niche model type businesses, Mm -hmm. whether it's documentation, specific training, you know, any guidance or suggestions?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, getting really clear on you know, what your product is and who your audience is. I mean, that's kind of marketing one one but it's, it's there for a reason. It's really, you know, it was really important for us and our success. Um, and honestly, we weren't really sure hundred percent. Like we knew, you know, we knew our backgrounds. We knew why we thought it was a good product, but we weren't sure about everybody else. And so one thing we actually did early on was we offered free support. Um, I don't know if we had this plan when you signed up, Kim. But
0: you did because I was like, "I'll pay you," and, he, and Colby's like, "No, no, you get like yeah whatever thirty minutes or whatever."
1: <laughs> yeah. So for the first six months, we had the the conscious um, choice of offering one free job um, per month for free, no strings, no sign up ever. You could have that, you know, indefinitely because we realized we just want to get people through the door we need to test our product and this is something that you'll you know you'll read in kind of like lean startup books or, you know, kind of business one-on-one, it's basically the concept of failing faster. And it's basically to test if your idea is validity, because a lot of businesses, you know, they'll spend years, you know, investing in, in building something in order to, you know, and then only figure out, oh, well, actually, that wasn't a good idea for X, Y, and Z. Well, you know, in the lean startup, it's kind of the concept of reversing that and saying, okay, let's try to fail as fast as we can. Because if there is something wrong with our Thought process or how we're going about about this, we'd rather know that sooner than later. So we kind of intentionally, um, you know, created unsustainable model by offering free support to anybody who kind of stumbles upon our site, um, just so we could really hear like, was that valuable to you? You know, was that was that something you would pay for? Was um, you know, how could we make it better? And uh, so we offered that for, I think, the first six to eight months of our business, and we got a ton of people through the door, we got a ton of feedback, and that really helped us to build a solid foundation, um, and I think is is really allowing us to scale now at this point.
0: Well, yeah, you've got a ton of raving fans, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it was, it was one of those things that I, I because... Truth, it, you know, I found you guys because I I wanted to speed up the site, and I knew that my developer didn't have those skills. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like I wasn't interested in going to, you know, Upwork or some where someone says they can do all this. It just, nice. I, you know, that can lead to just a nightmare uh, yeah. of epic proportions. Exactly. Yeah, you know, or or even the SEO piece. You know, I have a friend that did that, and it's like the guy disappeared, or one, you know, one person put a bunch of rant. It just you can end up with. Yeah. You know, especially when you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, and I did. I was like, well, WP curve and they're closed. I was like, I'm so grateful they were closed because I connected with you guys. Yeah. And again, just being able to have that conversation with Colby. Um, so let me ask you in terms of how'd you guys come up with your pricing model?
1: Um, a lot of it was kind of some past experience and, and just looking at the uh the competition who's out there. Um, we We looked at about you know 30 to 35 other companies that were offering something similar and said you know um let's let's go from here we've we've changed it a little bit now that we know okay what it actually what our costs are um and and what it takes but it's it's pretty much what it is in large part um to the fact of just what's been out there before
0: and then did do you guys so how's it working so far
1: it's it's good it's um it's a business model where it really shines with numbers, you know, when we get a lot of people through the door, that's when it really does well because it's such, so competitively priced, you know, it's, it's like Costco. It's like you, you go there and they, you know, they don't do well on a few sales. They do well on a hundred thousand sales and we're not comparing ourselves to Costco in any way, but (laughs) we, we like that approach too because then it makes it very accessible for a lot of people, um, you know, small business owners, um, a lot of small business owners can you know afford to pay a hundred dollars a month for you know website support, but much beyond that as you get to one fifty two fifty it becomes um unsustainable for them, so we wanted to make it very um you know uh, approachable for our customers um but also it needed to work for us and so this was a nice balance between the two
0: no it's great you know it's interesting is anybody who has had especially in the web dev space, I would say you know. Recurring revenue is just, <laughs> I'm, I'm switching even from the course model to a membership because yeah. there is something about being able to scale and grow revenue as opposed to, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of, of online marketing pretty much in general, but the online courses and the big launches and the $2,000 mm-hmm. for this, and it's like, yeah. eh, you know, th- there is a value to knowing you, you've built a community and you can continue to support them. And and as things change, like your business—not that your business model would change—but your offerings and your products can change, as opposed to having to go back and redo an entire offer or an entire course. Yeah. Um, and it it sets you in a place of peace of mind. I mean, yeah. there's nothing like knowing, okay, here's here's where we're at. How do we scale? Right. Um,
1: and in fact, that's you know a big I think also part of the equation of what pushed us in this direction. Like we were a digital agency, as I t- told you before, before this. And, um, you know, that was fun. It's very creative, but there's no guarantee with that. You know, it's like you have a big project this month, maybe a couple next month, maybe things slow way down. Um, you know, so with a pricing model like this, it's, it's much more sustainable, you know, subscription-based services and, you know, any digital agencies or or people out there offering one-time services, I would definitely recommend looking at some way to create some type of subscription because, And it's not just so that you have recurring revenue. It's also that usually a lot of times there's ways of providing that extra value to your customers in a way that they don't have to then think about it on a recurring basis.
0: Well, and it develops a stronger relationship, right? It's like as you're going and if you've been working with somebody or if they've been a client for a few months, I mean, I was thinking about this in terms of, a course model versus a membership and and obviously there you know it's going to be subjective it depends on the best methodology for that but in terms of really getting to you know you know have someone you know the what's going on on their site so it's kind of like when they come to with an issue it's not like you got to there is this time investment that well let me look at everything let me yeah, see what's going exactly. on you know unless like me you change the ftp password <laughs> make them uh we need it to happens again. um yeah. you know so but so there is that you know you're really developing a relationship and it's sort of like then you've got these clients who then become your marketing right for you right yeah
1: in fact and that's actually a big reason why we have a three month minimum on our plan because we want we know that you know it's that relationship that really people are there for and that that um and uh, you know the people who just want to come for a month just like bang out get all these things done that's not really the relationships we're looking for um and you know so it doesn't serve us it doesn't serve them ultimately uh, we're we're looking in partnering with people for for the long term so that's that's right on
0: so you mentioned earlier um, about you know mobile and being the priority. Can you explain? <laughs> I I, lit- I did Google Google's AMP right, like the mm-hmm. the the mobile optimization first. Can you right. like kind of let people know the priority of that, or just speak on that for a second?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know a couple years ago, people were you know maybe up to five years ago. People were talking about responsiveness or, or mobile design. Um, now it's pretty much standard. You know, I think maybe a year, maybe two years ago now, Google changed their algorithm to where if your site wasn't mobile responsive, then you were going to get deemed. Um, I feel like I can't remember the last time I worked on a site that wasn't mobile responsive. Mm. Um, it's becoming, you know, a much, much uh, more common thing, obviously for good reason too, because of the, the amount of people looking Uh, surfing the web on their mobile devices on tablets on on different screen sizes in general Um, so as far as a priority goes it's it's actually pretty obvious is the right term but it's you know it's when you're on your mobile device what would be most optimal what would make you enjoy this experience more you know so it's it's bigger fonts uh bigger uh buttons um, you a little know, maybe, more white space, yeah, a little bit more white space, a little bit less content, maybe a little bit more clear in, in the direction, um, much more focused because you're narrowed down to kind of this one column layout. So you know those. That's just kind of the very basic behind the scenes of what you know mobile devices want to see as far as how the code is laid out. If your site is responsive, if you're offering a kind of a, a, um, a seamless user experience for somebody who's on a tiny little device, you're, you're, you know, 80, 90% of the way there.
0: Well, the easiest way is to go to your site on your phone and test yeah,
1: it, That's right? yeah, a good place to start. <laughs> also, if, you know, if you're familiar with, you know, all the major browsers now have some form of inspect tool. Um, I think most people are somewhat, maybe not most, but I think more people are, are familiar with that. You can just like right-click in your browser and click to inspect. And these kind of developer inspect tools all come now with mobile options.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, as we wind down, what, what's on the plan for you guys this year for remainder of 2017?
1: Yeah, so we're actually really trying to kind of take things to the next level um, as far as our growth and our team goes. Um, just to continue to pro- kind of provide a better experience for our users and more, more features. Um, you know, one thing we didn't talk about, which we take care of uh, on a weekly basis is updates, you know, plugin updates, theme updates, WordPress core updates. So that's actually a pretty major part of our business um, and making sure that that is using the best technologies and um, kind of a seamless process is becoming more important, more and more important, kind of like I was talking about before is just how complex kind of WordPress and plugins and things are coming like just this week alone, there was a major WooCommerce uh, release that broke thousands of sites worldwide. There was a major, you know, X theme, which is a pretty popular theme uh, update that broke thousands of sites worldwide. So, you know, our we're really in, in investing in our infrastructure that in that regards to be able to test sites, you know, seamlessly before upgrades, making sure that our backlit backups. Are, are working perfectly we can restore we can test on staging sites uh, so we're really investing in that infrastructure to be able to handle that in the best way possible um, and just uh, yeah like I said continuing to grow our team and and our on the level of support that we have.
0: Well, your sports fantastic. I have zero complaints. <laughs> I am a raving fan. Um, where is the best place for people to connect with you guys?
1: Yeah, so I would say the best place is probably our website, Valius, V A L I U S W P.com. Um, there you'll find somebody on 24 7. There's a little chat window on the right hand corner that will pop up. Otherwise, you know, we're on Facebook, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the social media networks. We do have a Facebook page. And we're actually pretty active in all the um, Facebook groups. For those who don't know about Facebook groups, there's a ton as far as WordPress goes. There's advanced WordPress, there's WordPress 101, there's, you know, Facebook groups for every theme that you can imagine. And that's a great place to get, you know, resources and training. But um, we're very active in those as well, just to provide that, that level of support. And like you were saying before, that level of community
0: yeah no it's I'm a I'm a huge fan and it's like it depends on the group but I, t- I can sometimes <laughs> I'm a lurker but sometimes it's just to you know stay in, on top of what's happening
1: yeah um, definitely Steven,
0: thank you so much for being here today I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're able to get this done <laughs>
1: of course thank you Kim I appreciate it
0: All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And I'm going to give you a quick little update because I'm recording this outro hmm, a few weeks after the episode, and I'm going into my third month with Values WP. And to say I am happy with the support would be an understatement. I've had a couple other issues with emails through Gravity Forms not getting delivered. I get a weekly report on my site. The it's Everything's been fantastic. So again, if you're looking for, you know, small tasks and things to be taken care of on your site, I I can't recommend them enough. And the site speed and optimization has been great. So just go to the wpchick.com forward slash valiuswp. V-A-L-I-U-S-W-P, and uh, they'll take care of you. So again, guys, you're awesome. I love you tons. Thanks for listening. If you haven't, I would love a review on iTunes, and I will catch you next week.